0: And i'm going to nyu gallatin uh, i'm jasmine and i'm going to nyu college of arts and sciences
1: hi my name is ajay i'm going to nyu tandon
2: i'm yanaya and i'm also going to nyu gallatin
3: so congratulations to all of you on your decisions
1: to start us off ajay will read his common app
2: essay all right
1: so my prompt was uh the lessons we take from obstacles we encounter can be fundamental to later success Recount a time when you face a challenge setback or failure How did it affect you and what did you learn from this experience? So here's my comment app essay. I was soon affixed to so many different monitoring devices, it seemed as if my body itself became affixed to the hospital bed. During the long days between my diagnosis and surgery, I could only look up to the ceiling tiles for hours and attempt to comprehend what was happening. Prior to my diagnosis, I had planned an ideal start to the school year, one that afforded me enough time to continue working towards my longtime aspiration of making my school's volleyball team. In only a few months, my first trials would occur at the school ever since quarantine began. I had been consistently training through the summer months up until the start of September, having just recently been forced to stand still. Watching the time go by as I lay dormant was something hard to bear, yet out of my control. But as I kept thinking, I began to recall a mindset often called upon when playing volleyball. If there was a chance, any chance, of winning, looking down was the only way you can lose. As its relevance struck me, I sat up from the same hospital bed, that tied me down and started planning my return. Shortly, I underwent a successful remover of a brain tumor and within two days was discharged from the hospital, given a two week recovery period at home. By that time, I already laid out everything necessary to get myself back to speed with school and volleyball. I allowed time to catch up with my classes and extracurriculars and created a new, stricter training schedule to compensate for my time away from the sport. However, just a few days, I was told that I couldn't be physically active for two months. Two whole months. It felt as if I was being forced back from any progress I attempted to make. Before I could even indulge with such thoughts, I quickly recalled the same mindset as before and looked to move forward. I toiled through every missing assignment and volleyball drill that I could. Even so, as time grew closer to tryouts, I couldn't help but feel a sense of helplessness attached to every stride made. Yet I continued to make strides, and continued until the very end. On March 8th, I gave it my all. The next day, a new sheet of paper had been taped to the gymnasium doors. It was the finalized roster listed with the 18 names, of which none read Ajay Tamal. Scanning through the list over and over, all my internal motivational dialogue suddenly grew quiet as all the suppressed thoughts of despondency spilled out into my conscience. But this time, I decided not to ignore or deny them the same way I did before. There was no such need for negligence anymore. I didn't need a saying to repeat to myself endlessly. All I needed was my full attention. Over the next few weeks, I attempted to hear out all the pessimistic thoughts that accompanied me since my return from the hospital. I wanted to address these thoughts properly now, instead of reciting words that seemingly lost their meaning the more that they were spoken. I noted particular thought patterns, irrational logic, and unfounded biases that snuck their way into my everyday thinking. I gave myself the time to realize thought, the faults in such thinking, and finally rationalize the reasons to believe. Through this, I've been enabled to face unprecedented situations with a new sense of awareness. The awareness that despite my inability to control my external circumstances, I have been, and always will be, enabled to adapt to such circumstances with the appropriate mental clarity put my best foot forward. Now as I walk by the sheeting paper hanging from the d- gymnasium doors, I am reminded not of a painful loss, but an invaluable victory. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so <laughs> this uh, essay I think is very different than what other people might write for their common app, because a lot of people I think they zone in on like a very specific moment, and then expand on it a little bit further to talk about how it its implications on how, who they are as a character. But I decided to do something or write an essay about a very long time period that's span across like maybe like six or seven months. So if you're trying to do this, I think it's very hard to select like specific uh, moments that you want to really talk about, but you want to select the moments. If you do want to write an essay about these longer periods, select the moments that best represent the story you want to tell, and um, you know, portray who you want to portray yourself as. I found that uh, many times as I was writing like tons of drafts for this, I was putting together different moments, but they didn't really mesh that well together. So it was a lot of work to really put together the right moments. that really portrayed what I want to portray and with the integrity that I wanted to convey to show who I was and who I came out of with this um, essay.
2: I really relate to that because I did the same thing. I had a hard time pinpointing one thing, like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. And when I was writing all these different things, it was just like, it was very haphazard and it didn't make any sense. And eventually it was like, okay, I'm going to have to, I had to sacrifice a couple things. Like I had to leave a, a few things out of the story just to make it cohesive. And that's one thing is maybe not. Don't be so attached to every little detail in the story and be willing to give certain things up because otherwise, if you want to stick to that larger kind of moment thing, it's going to be really hard for you to cohesively put it together in under 650 words. For so long, my draft was longer than that because I just wasn't giving up certain things that just didn't need to be there.
4: I like how you said to not be attached to pieces of your essay because for me, I wasn't attached (coughs) to my Common App at all. I didn't like the essay. (laughs) And um, I think that's important because NYU is very holistic in its application. So even if you don't completely like your Common App, it's okay. Focus on the supplemental. I think my supplemental is what got me in. Mm.
0: Yeah, I would say, I think that Ajay's story of perseverance was like really meaningful. I feel like you can connect to it in different ways. It's probably why a lot of admissions officers um, kind of liked it in a sense. And I think just like the overall imagery of it and like the transition of the story from like the gymnasium papers in the beginning to like referencing them at the end also tied it in really nicely. So I think if you have like a sort of piece of symbolism or something like that, it helps a lot in drawing out the story, even if it's like a simple story or something that's um, like really heart-wrenching or meaningful to you. Yeah.
3: Do you guys want to share some of the the things that you've done at school, um, whether it's extracurriculars or coursework or anything that really meant a lot to you during your high school career that may have led to your acceptance?
4: So for me, through my application, I tried to tell a story and like to my siblings and whoever I talk to, I tell them how important that is. In college, I want to study, so I'm An individualized major at Gallatin, which means I get to pick my classes, pick my major. So I'm going to combine teaching and medicine, so pre-med. And so my extracurriculars were a combination of both. I did medical research, I volunteered at the hospital, I um, taught at a Sunday school, I volunteered at a mosque summer school. So, Like when you combine them, you can tell that I'm interested in these two things quite a lot. And then even through my supplemental, I talked about how in the future I want to pursue academic medicine. And so majoring in an individualized major and combining these two passions would help me prepare for that.
2: I feel like there was a whole bunch of things, but... I did something similar, right? I'm at Gallatin too. And I, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. I'll be very honest. And <laughs> I put one thing in the application and it's it's changed. And that's the beauty of Gallatin is like you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, For me, I think the extracurriculars that stuck out was I have a podcast. It's called What's On Your Mind. I've been doing it for two years. And when I had – even when I had applied, it had been like a year and a half. And I had gotten some decent guests on and I think it showed – some sort of work ethic to the admissions office. And I also um, have a dance company. So I've been teaching independently for three and a half years now. And so that started in the midst of a pandemic and it grew. And then I started doing more classes with more people and in other centers. And then I even had my own studio. So, um, I think that also probably caught their attention. And then there was just a whole bunch of clubs in school. Like we did the Bollywood dance team. We started that and then, uh, South Asian student association, there was a business club and then I did a little bit of volunteering here and there, but I will be honest. It wasn't so much, uh. But it was a couple of things that I think made the application very strong. I didn't have a whole bunch, but the couple that I did, I think, were good enough.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a really strong application. <laughs> um, I want to go back to what Nor said about kind of catering your application towards the direction that you're going in. Especially in college, if you have a direction. You don't need a direction, of yeah, course. Yeah, you don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> but So for me, my direction was uh, computer <coughs> science. I'm going to their engineering school, Tandon. And I tried to make it very clear throughout my application that computer science was something that I was not only, you know, decently good at, but was something I was very interested in as well. So, um, of course, I got a a recommendation from my computer science teacher, Mr. Connor, and I also did uh, a program at NYU the summer before um, the application process started um, that somewhat related to computer science, but it was mostly just math. Mm -hmm. It was from their... um, their, uh, their mathematics school, I don't know what it's called. I forgot its name, but uh, it dealt a lot with um, just very complex things in mathematics. I, I'm surprised they even got into the program. But still, I think that pro- um, programs that are specific to the college itself shows like a big interest in the college mm-hmm. and that you're committed to them, you like what they do there. But some of them, I will say, they're not always free. Some of them could be pretty pricey, but if you can find a good free one, Uh, I recommend it, and if you know what college you want to commit to, because I did ED, I knew uh, NYU was the thing I was going to try to get into the most, I did a program at their college knowing that, you know, this was the college I wanted to get into the most. But I think uh, just that extracurism in in general, even if I had the NYU uh, program, other colleges can see that more than just the, the college name, they can see that I did math at this program, I did computer science at this program. And uh, not all my extracurriculars were necessarily computer science-based, which is good because it also shows that, you know, you're more than just what your major says you are. You're a person who, you know, can get involved in uh, volunteer work. I had a lot of mental health awareness in my application. And just having, I think, a good balance between showing your interest uh, as it correlates to your major and then expanding on it and showing your full character is a good thing to do with the application as well.
0: Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. And actually, I had kind of an opposite experience with the NYU programs. I did apply for the urban journalism program, but I wasn't accepted to that program, which obviously was a little um, a bit of a letdown. But in the long run, I guess it was okay. Uh, But yeah, I think Townsend is what like allowed me to explore my niche the most, and that's how it kind of worked out that I got to study journalism at. NYU because we have such a strong sense of journalism at Townsend. So I think I was almost lucky in that sense, but it's kind of like I never really acquired extracurriculars for the intent of college. Mm-hmm. It was more just things that I was personally interested in and it kind of worked out nicely in like cultivating my application. Um, yeah, and I think even if you're not like the president of several clubs or you um, You know, in student government, it's like any chance you can show leadership by like pioneering something on your own is still leadership in itself, even Mm -hmm. if it's not what the school track is almost um, suggesting for you. Like, for example, uh, Jessica and I, we founded The Critic at Townsend, and it's still a relatively small publication, but we did start it from the ground up. So I think it showed a lot of um, personal growth and like effort into something you're passionate about. Oh. Um <laughs> 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 something, ooh, what was you I said, saying? You said last thing
2: you said was something you're passionate about. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So the critic was just something that I was passionate about on its own without the intent of ever trying to impress admissions officers. And I think um as much as extracurriculars do help, obviously you have to have a strong academic base and then your essay, it shows a lot about your character. And my essay tied into my um, extracurriculars and things like that. So basically my whole personality was very cultivated to my major, but I also had other things that showed I had more of a personality rather than like an academic style of life. I don't know.
3: Jasmine, do you want to read your
0: supplement for <coughs> oh, sure Sure. Um, so I believe NYU only has one... Re- oh, I actually think it was it's optional. Yeah, it was it's an optional. optional supplement for the school itself. And I... I think it was new this year, they just yeah. started putting this in, before it was like a why NYU. So, um, I would just say like props to all of you guys, because um, you probably wrote it. We didn't really have that much guidance or um, resources to help us with this. So, it was all kind of on our own, but hopefully we can help the audience now. Um, so, the prompt is, NYU is founded on the belief that a student's identity should not dictate the, their ability for them to access higher education. That sense of opportunity for all students of all backgrounds remains a part of who we are today and a critical part of what makes us a world-class university. Our community embraces diversity in all its forms as a cornerstone of the NYU experience. We would like to better understand your experiences and how they would help us shape and grow our diverse community. Okay, and this is the start of my supplement. Uh, Taboo, Not not only the best party board game, but also how the subject of mental health is viewed in Caribbean households. In many West Indian families, mental health is often overlooked and diminished, trivialized by parents who care for only success. However, I am fortunate to live in a Caribbean household where it is not. My mother, being a woman of color and a mother of four, has dealt with much stress and a weakened mental state due to being underrepresented and mistreated in her office. I've watched her overcome these struggles while simultaneously recognizing anxious and stressed behaviors present amongst her children and preaching the importance of prioritizing one's psychological security. She has inspired me to increase awareness of mental health issues in Black and Brown communities, as these minorities often lack access to resources that those in more privileged communities have. While my knowledge from pioneering a public stress education event for teenagers and increasing social-emotional learning initiatives as an after-school program facilitator, I plan to utilize my unique upbringing and experiences at NYU. I hope to normalize counseling and psychiatric help amongst students, as well as provide specialized wellness workshops for minority groups who might be detrimentally affected by the discrimination or oppression they take on in the classroom, workplace, or at home. Especially with a future career in law, emotional and psychological intelligence is a vital skill for connecting with clients, and I hope to strengthen mine at NYU. Thank you. So I really like
4: how you talked about how you plan on making a difference at NYU because so I wrote the Y NYU prompt and then one week after the application opened, I cried for two days because I wrote that essay and I had to write a different essay. But as I was working on my diversity prompt, I realized that the prompt is not so different from the Y NYU prompt because diversity could be about anything. It could be your academic interests, it could be your cultural background. And as I was writing it, I realized that even though the question is different, a supplemental's goal is to convey why you're interested in that school and how you plan on contributing to that school. So I think whatever you are able to convey through the why NYU prompt, you should manage to convey in this prompt as well.
3: So Nora was contrasting the why NYU proms with the n- newer prompt, which focuses on diversity. Um, do you guys want to share um, why you did choose NYU out of maybe some other schools
4: So personally, I chose NYU because um, I didn't want my college experience to just be pre-med. I wanted to explore other interests, and I wanted to really enjoy my college experience. And I think as an NYU Gallatin student, I would really be able to do that because I can take classes at any of the NYU schools. I can explore my interest in teaching through Steinhardt, maybe take a business class to explore the business aspects of medicine. At Stern, I'll be taking my pre-med classes. I'll be—I um, hope to take classes at the school of global public health. So yeah, I think it'd be—it would broaden my perspective a lot.
2: So <laughs> um, we had we had a lot of stuff going on, and it just kind of felt like I need to stay close right now. And the other option was going to California, which I really wanted to do, but I figured. Right now, it is best if I stay close. And it also gives me the chance to explore everything I want to do. And I'm not pigeonholed into a box, which I love. So I can take... I literally have one class at every single school except Steinhardt. So so it's like I take uh, CAS, computer science, and then I'm doing one at Stern, and then I'm doing one at Tisch, and then I have, like, the... Gall- we have two Gallatin requirements, and that's a writing seminar and an interdisciplinary seminar, and that's it. That's for the first semester. That's for the though. first semester, and that's it. Um... So you kind of have the freedom to do whatever you want. Honestly, that's why I did it because I just don't want to be pigeonholed right now because I don't know what I want to do.
1: So personally, I chose NYU because, well, I didn't put too much of an emphasis on like college rankings, you know, how their programs, you know, phase and like the job market. I looked more to schools for, you know, what they had to offer in terms of like experience itself, Mm. not necessarily how you come out of the college. I wanted to have a good time at my college, you know, that uh, programs in the college not necessarily to propel me in the future but to allow me to learn what I want to learn now in the way that I thought was best. So I did a lot of open houses and I one day I went to NYU Tandon and I really thought that what they had there was really special. They have this lab called the Makerspace which to me is it looks really cool if you're if you're into a lot of STEM things you'll love it there. Uh, they have, like, huge 3D printers and stuff like that. And I feel like that's the moment I was, like, really starting to commit to NYU. And I like the school itself. I know a lot of people complain that, oh, well, NYU doesn't really have, like, a campus campus. But uh, I kind of like the option that you have to, you know, to say that your city is your campus. And I know that, well, Tandon's, you know, it's in Brooklyn-based. It's not necessarily on the main NYU campus. But you have, like, a shuttle bus there that goes between (laughs) the two places anyways. So I think that NYU... Although it's a very different experience than other colleges, I think it has, you know, it has a lot to offer. And that's why I decided to commit to it.
0: Um, Yeah, I think especially for me, it was kind of the city that drew me to NYU to begin with. Um, I mean, living in New York, it's nice because you're so close by. So like you can still have the college experience uh, without like leaving your family behind. Um, And I think the city has a lot to offer in general um, and NYU really makes that possible like they push you um, to like almost go out of your comfort zone and explore new things especially uh, going into politics and journalism I'm sure there'll be like a lot of internship opportunities that NYU can set up or other experiences I've heard from other students in journalism at NYU that they go to the most remote places to report on things like that and just having that space to like grow as a person and um, be, like, at the heart of, uh, like, I don't know, the heart of the world almost in the country. Like, so much goes on in New York anyway, so why would I ever leave? And then NYU is already such a diverse school. And coming from Townsend, I feel like uh, it'll be really nice to almost continue that, um, like, diversified interests and students and stuff. And overall, I think that even though there's no campus, you can tell when you're – in the area of NYU buildings that the student life is really strong and that um, people form a lot of connections, especially with their extracurriculars and things.
2: Another thing too is personally, I, I grew up in India. So having a South Asian community is really important to me. And I think every single community has a strong base at NYU, especially the South Asian community, which is another thing that really drew me to the school.
4: That was one of my biggest reasons. NYU has a Pakistani Students association (laughs) and they hold a mock wedding every year. So I want to be the mock bride. (laughs) Oh my God, we're holding a mock shadi this year though. (laughs) So one of my biggest tips is College Vine, is a website online and they have peer essay review. More than any teachers or advisors, the thing that helped me craft my essay the most was College Vine's free online peer editing. You sub- submit your essay, you look over other people's essays, you get points, then you submit your essay again. And it's just a back and forth and it's really, really helpful.
0: So if we're also doing tips, I think for me, a lot of people, say to not wait until the last minute. But I think that I ended up waiting until the last minute. Uh, I think it's almost inevitable for most people, but you should not try to force an essay out when it's not ready. I think that it'll eventually like come natural to you with enough practice and enough time to kind of toggle with ideas. Um, For me, I'm gonna admit this, I was editing my actual Common App essay on the night that NYU is due And I made some pretty drastic changes, but that's when, like, uh, ideas stroke and, like, passion stroke. And, like, it just worked out much better than I expected it to. But it was all for the best, I guess.
1: I think a lot of people are doing that, (laughs) (laughs) editing their essay the day before. And even I, I started, like, early in the summer starting to write my essay. Even I, up until, like, the last day, I found myself changing things, just trying to fit under the 650 word limit. And uh, I do advise that a lot of um, students should uh, start their uh, writing process very early on, uh, waiting to the last moment might, you know, like Jasmine said, <laughs> uh, might make you force a story that you don't really want to say. And if I were to say something, I'd say make a, or write a story that you're proud of yourself, you think shows your character, not necessarily who makes you look like the best person. I think you'll be much more, you know, happy and content if you show who you are through your words than rather, uh, you know, just trying to put yourself as the best person forward. And I think a lot of um, the people who read the applications can tell whether or not you're being genuine with uh, your answers. So I'd recommend just, even if you can't find an experience that you think is noteworthy, I believe that if you do some introspection and just look at your life, and I, which I think is a great uh, thing that the college essay makes you do, look back at your life and find something that really represents who you are, you want to be and things like that with enough time you could you should be able to write an essay that you know you can be proud of and colleges can look and see that's a person you know i'd want to pick
2: i think it also teaches you a lot of time management um and i think it's also about knowing yourself and knowing who you are knowing how you work because i also knew like okay I am going to start it now, but it's probably going to be so different than what I actually submit. And that's okay because I'm going to have to go through drafts. I'm going to have to see it on paper. I'm going to need to know what it sounds like and what it feels like. And it was, I think it was like completely different than what I had actually started with same. And I was still making edits. I started early in the summer and I was still making edits the day of. So take it with a grain of salt. It's ebbing and flowing constantly and you're going to want to change it constantly. But at some point you also need to know when to stop the day of most likely. (laughs) But you know, you need to know when to stop.
4: I agree because a lot of people give you advice that you don't necessarily agree with. You shouldn't feel obligated to, you know, take that advice and apply it and then end up not liking your essay. Because if you really like it, and if that's what your genuine like idea, whatever you're trying to convey is, you should stick to it. Mm
0: -hmm. I think I would just emphasize that, like, you're not defined by numbers. And The college process is intimidating and these um, prestigious schools are intimidating. And initially you might feel like you don't have a chance, which is initially how I felt. I wasn't really sure what the future was gonna hold. But I think if you're true to like your own self and you really let your personality and your being shine, that's where it's gonna be most worth it. And honestly, if you're just trying to stack up extracurriculars for your college apps, it's not gonna work out in the end. Yeah.
1: yeah, 100% C. for your own sake, and you know, um, for the sake of, you know, your college that you want to go to, I say enjoy, you know, what you're doing right now. Don't necessarily pressure yourself to look the best for a college, because mm-hmm. that's not necessarily, you know, what a college wants to see. A person that's just trying to fake, you know, everything they do just to, you know, for one specific, you know, admissions. At the end of the day, it's not in your control, whether or, or not these colleges take you, and you shouldn't really take it too personally. I would recommend do what you want. Understand, you know, the importance of the college uh, admissions process, but, you know, take it, you know, lightly. Some college um, admissions can be very scary for people, especially the big-name colleges, and a lot of people place their own worth on whether or not they get into a college or not, which is why I would say, you know, um, not everything is, is about college. It might seem like that right now, but to be honest, I think a lot of students, whether or not they get into the college or the dreams or not, will be fine in life. So that's my I idea. Can I ask
2: you guys, did you guys submit your test scores? Yes. You did?
0: I yeah. And it was not
2: the
4: best score. So like that's the main thing at NYU. Each of the little things, don't like worry too much about them because my SAT score was a 1500, which is not that good but it's also not that bad. My main common app essay it wasn't bad either but I personally hated that and my recommendations my recommendation I only submitted one and it was from my sophomore year teacher and my extracurriculars they were good but I didn't have a lot from the school because I hated being at school (laughs) so um just don't worry about the little things like all together I knew that my application was 100% genuine and I really wanted to be at NYU and I think they can tell that so just don't worry about the little things
2: did you guys choose your classes yet?
0: Oh, yesterday was a rough
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had you had the like the frame where you submit, uh, like you know, you classes yesterday.
0: Yeah, I was trying to do it, but then my like, classes kept closing. Oh it was no! New
1: ones. Yeah, because they're cause, like as soon as the enrollment time begins, yeah. like yeah. kids are racing to get it.
2: It's crazy. They're like waitlist and everything. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah,
3: wait for